0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! I just saw this awesome movie. (laughs) It's set in the early 1900s, during a world war, and it's like this origin of a superhero struggling with the consequences of war with all these, like, German bad guys. And, like, there's a soldier named Steve that falls in love with this beautiful girl. But um, enough about Captain America: The First Avenger. Have you seen Wonder Woman?
1: (laughs) There is no version of this where you come out on top. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you're crazy! You've managed to piss off every single one of them. I'm telling
0: you. This is the Ultimate Marvel Podcast, episode 17. We're rolling. Once again, with Martin Freddy, and I'm Jack, and Martin, you were saying you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet?
1: I was going to go this weekend, but uh, I got a little busy and I couldn't go.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see it, though. I'm excited to see it.
0: Well, you already saw it. About seven years oh, ago. Oh,
1: come on now.
0: Come on now. I'm not going to spoil it for you.
1: That's not the same.
0: <laughs> no. That's um, not the
1: same.
0: It's an awesome movie. I thoroughly enjoyed yes.
1: it. <laughs> That's what I hear. I look forward to it. i'm I'm the only guy in the house so of course i had to take all the ladies to go see it
0: ah cool you'll be you'll be hero dad for a day
1: that's right i'm always doing what you love to do
0: already (laughs) comics that's right um
1: oh if i could get paid to read comics it would be amazing (laughs) i'd be rich
0: gal Gadot, she may be my new favorite big two actor really yeah she was awesome but there are Why? some similarities are to there? the first Avenger.
1: Well, I mean, of course. It's a wartime setting, so I, I would imagine so. Yeah.
0: And I, I've been talking about that, but the similarities don't hurt the movie at all. And a lot of this stuff is, like, part of their origins already and unavoidable. Mm-hmm. There's one scene, though, and I'm not going to I, – I don't want to spoil it, but – You'll know when it gets there, but at the, the climax, at the very end of the movie, remember that we had this discussion, because if you replace Steve Trevor with Steve Rogers, and Wonder Woman with Peggy Carter, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's going to be a 20-minute scene where it's like, you could swap this out, and it's the same thing, and I, I'm, I don't really? know why they did it that way, but...
1: Is, is, is that why people are saying that it could have been a Marvel movie?
0: <laughs> no, I think they're saying that because it's like the first good DC movie.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You're crazy. You're crazy. There's been a ton of good DC movies going back well, to the 70s.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean the first DC Extended Universe movie.
1: Okay, okay. But what about Man of Steel? That was great. And yeah. And Batman Superman was great.
0: Well, 60% of the audience liked it.
1: Okay, well, I don't care about 60% of the audience. I care about 100% of me.
0: <laughs> it's all about you.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm paying for they're not paying for me to go see it. I'm paying for me to go see it, you know? Right. So, all that matters is that I enjoy it, regardless of what other people think.
0: Well, then I guess anything could be good.
1: Sure, sure. Well, but, yeah, well, of course.
0: But what does DC I mean, care about? I
1: like, I like Starship Troopers. That's a terrible movie. <laughs>
0: But what does DC care about? Do they care about Martin's opinion or like the majority of the people that see it?
1: Well, I mean, you would think that they want to make money, right? So they want the majority of people. But again, like that's not the way that I'm seeing it. Well, of course not. Right? So so, so I don't care what the majority of people say. I mean, I, I understand your point, right? The point of the company is to make money. I totally get that. But like... It's different when you're when you're a fan of something and you go and you see it, you've been reading in a comic for forever. You go to the movies, you see it live action. Oh, for sure. And it's like everything that you ever hoped for. You know oh,
0: yeah. I'm telling
1: and you. And then you're like, Well, I don't give a shit what everybody else says. The movie was made for me.
0: Right. Oh, if right? that was if that was like a, a Warlock in the Infinity Watch movie, I would have loved it. <laughs> that would have been like
1: Sure. No, I could see that. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, though.
0: I mean, everybody has their personal opinions. I get that. But for the sake of conversation between two people who uh, disagree, um, I choose to judge a movie using the majority rule. It's just like when you and Daryl were telling me that DC was producing better comics because the majority of readers prefer Rebirth right now. And I can accept that. DC's doing a better job. Even though I personally enjoy reading Marvel more. And, you know, I'm not a huge Batman fan. So without that, Batman vs. Superman just didn't have a lot to pull me in like Wonder Woman did.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're, it's because you're wrong. That's fine.
0: <laughs> well, I, apparently, because everybody loves Batman. That's just not my thing. Of
1: probably. course. Because um, Batman's the best. And you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Th- the best part of that movie, for me, was when Wonder Woman showed up. I thought then... It started getting interesting.
1: She, Yeah, she was one of the best things about that movie. I'll give you that.
0: Um, and I'll that continues that. in Wonder Woman, except it's like she's, she's it all the time. It's all about her.
1: Mm. So. Right.
0: And ironically, I liked Wonder Woman more than Captain America. It, like, mm. it had more emotion, and she's just a more compelling actor than Chris Evans is who I, you know, I kind of like, but he just doesn't have the personality to steal a movie like a Robert Downey Jr. or even like Gal does. You know?
1: Well, I mean, Cap doesn't have much of a personality anyway. Right, yeah. So that's kind of the difference, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I think ultimately, though, like you, you just don't want to be blinded by your love of anything you know yeah so like even even batman movies i can, I can tell you if a batman movie is not good but i'm still gonna love it right because it's the, my favorite thing and i, I want to see it for sure you know what i mean um like even a terrible ass movie like batman and robin i've seen that at least half a dozen times oh. if not more
0: at least you get a movie of your favorite character
1: yeah, well, even, you know, you might get one.
0: I can't even get a comic book of mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I get like a four issue mini in like a span of twenty years, I'm.
1: Yeah, yeah, you you might get one now with all the uh, the Infinity stuff.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they've pretty much confirmed he's coming. The Guardians yeah. Three will center around Warlock, uh, so maybe sure, that'll sure. propel him back into comics as well. The thing is, he's, sure. he's supposed to be. The central figure in Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet, and it seems like they're mm. going to tell those stories and write them out, which is going to kind of piss me off. But we'll see. Right. If it's good, I'll. Hey, you know,
1: I finally, uh, I finally finished Doctor Strange. You hadn't seen it. I had started to see it. This is my third watch, and I finally watched it all the way through.
0: Wow. Wait, did you not yeah. like it?
1: I don't think it was that I think I was like I, I would start to watch it kind of late and I would fall asleep
0: ah did you watch did you finish yeah. it on Netflix because it just came out on Netflix
1: yeah 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 I finished it on Netflix yeah um, but I mean the weird thing was I already owned it I, I bought a digital copy when it came out um but yeah it was, I was on Netflix anyway and I saw it I was like eh, I'll just put it on yeah and uh yeah I mean it was, it was fine. it was a good movie
0: it's different. Yeah. I, I like it as something different. It wasn't one of my favorite. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? Did you see Volume 2?
1: Yeah, I saw Volume 2.
0: Did you like it? Yeah, you tell me you liked it. Yeah,
1: Volume it. 2 was good. Yeah, yeah. Volume 2 was good. I think I liked it more than the first one. I did too. Yeah.
0: I did too because it's not a movie that you should expect too much out from except just to like have a good time. And I thought it yep. was more of a little bit more of a good time
1: than the first one. Well, plus in the first one, they spent a lot of time establishing people.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, whereas in the second one, it was more about the interactions between people. And I, I find that a little more interesting. And uh, so, yeah, I thought it was good. And then, you know, you got to see different sides of people. Like the the stuff with Yondu was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Yondu and Star-Lord. Yeah. Like, you know, playing in yeah. that family aspect was really good. Mm-hmm. Um Drax was a little over the top, but he was freaking hilarious. Like a lot funnier, I thought, than the first one.
0: Yeah, a lot of people said they didn't like Drax, but me and my family yeah, lo- loved Drax. He was hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome. And
0: I need I need to watch the uh, first he, one again because I don't remember him him being that all that comical in the first one.
1: No, no, he wasn't. He
0: was just kind of dumb.
1: I mean, the movie had some plot issues, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like I told you on Twitter uh, when we're going back and forth about the the Marvel and DC movies. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I just, it's a fun movie. You know, like, sometimes you don't need to go see something and expect to be blown away. Right? Like, you just want to go and have fun. Same thing when I read comics. Like, I don't expect every comic to blow me away. Right. But I do expect to be entertained, you know, because I'm, I'm paying money for it, yeah. you know, and comics aren't cheap nowadays, Yeah, and movies are even more expensive, of course, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a variety. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly, so as long as I'm having fun, I'm, I'm good with that, I'm good with that.
0: Yeah, and we went, we went, I went with my 10-year-old, and he loved it, and then we went a week later, he had his birthday party at the movie theater with all his friends, and it was like a mm-hmm. perfect movie for that like something like wonder yep. woman it, it wouldn't work <laughs> wait sure. I, I sound like i'm pitching a kid's movie now
1: but <laughs> <laughs> well that, that's how yeah. that's why i saw the first guardians because I, I didn't really plan on seeing it um but my six-year-old saw it with her mom and she's like let's go see it. and i was like all right fine we'll go see it yeah and then when it came out i mean like we watched that movie once a month Oh, yeah? Like I'd be like, what do you want to watch? Let's watch Guardians. How about we watch something else? <laughs> um, so now, now she's changing. Now she wants to watch uh, Suicide Squad all the time. Oh, wow. Because uh, she's going through this Harley Quinn phase right now.
0: <laughs> I, um, hope, I bet you hope she grows out of that before she gets too old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think... Uh, She wants to cosplay as the DC superhero girl's uh, Harley Quinn for Heroes. Hmm. Um, So we'll see. I might might let her do that. It's either that or Poison Ivy.
0: This isn't a DC podcast.
1: I told you we were going to talk DC tonight. (laughs) 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 Uh, We can never stay on topic.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I mean... Who knows? I don't even know what the target audience is for this podcast.
1: Who knows? I, I wanted to tie go, it into like Google analytics, and that'll tell me.
0: I wanted to talk comics. I was surprised that you had like read pretty much the entire list I sent. I, mean, I, even, I thought you were going to say like oh, I read two or three of those. But you're up yeah, to yeah, date on a lot to. of a lot of uh, Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah, I was surprised, and actually, I I realized. I was reading a lot more Marvel than I thought it was uh, a couple weeks ago because Nick and I were recording uh, Nerd Legion and he said something about Marvel. and I was like, "Ah, I'm not reading any Marvel. I was like, I just read Moon Knight and Old Man Logan and a couple of other things. And, and then he asked me a question about something. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm reading that. I was like, wait a second. Let me just look at my list. And I pull up my order list and I was like, well, oh, wait, I just cussed. <laughs> Bleep so that funny. out. Uh, I was like, man, I'm reading, like, probably a dozen Marvel books, which I didn't even realize. Um, I mean, some of them I don't read, like, all at once or even when they come out. Um, like, I know I mentioned uh, Hulk to you in our chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I'm I'm reading Hulk, and I really like it, but I don't read it immediately. Right. Um, so sometimes I'll wait, like, two or three issues before I pick it up. Um, which is weird, because, like, that whole thing has been one story, Right. Um, but I just, I don't, Hulk. I enjoy it, yep. but I haven't felt like super compelled to read it immediately. Yeah. Well, um, let's, and I read so many books that so, like, you know, if I want to catch up, I want to catch up on stuff that I'm like super enjoying.
0: Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Hulk since you brought it up.
1: I mean, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to talk about Hulk. It just, it surprised me a little bit because it's not really what I expected,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, for, for a Hulk book. Uh, cause there's, there's a lot of alien stuff in it. It's more like a, it's like men in black with the She-Hulk in it. Okay. Um, it's kind of odd. That's different um, than what I
0: would have said. But really? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's just like the vibe that I got. Cause you've got all those weird aliens, like, you know, on earth, like pretending to live normal lives, but. Okay. They don't, they don't have normal lives. They're Are, now- aliens and they have alien problems.
0: Okay, so let's back up real quick. Um, yes. So this is Mariko Tamaki. I don't even yes. know that guy. Do you know him? It's a girl. Yeah, that's what I meant. Her.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> she um, She's doing a Supergirl miniseries What's for that? DC also.
0: Is that the thing now? Like if, if you have a, a female movie, you got to have a female director and a female comic. you got to have a female writing it and a – a minority comic. Well, you to have a minority writing it. That seems yeah, to be the case, mean, I guess.
1: They're, they're trying to... I don't want to say panders the wrong word. Um, but, you know, like... As you get minority characters or, you know, powerful female characters or, like, uh, bisexual or gay characters or whatever the hell it is. Um, people that identify with those characters yeah. kind of...
0: Maybe can tell the story want better.
1: Somebody, yeah, I want somebody that can identify with that character, right? Instead of yeah. just, like, it always being a, a, an old white man writing right. the characters. Um, which I get, like, to, to me it doesn't matter, right? Because a man can write a female character, a female can write a male character, you know? Same with race, like, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, there are, like, certain subtleties that if you are of a particular group you might be more familiar with right um so like if you're an old white dude like chances are you don't know about like police brutality you know what i mean right and like sure you can you can research and i mean that's kind of where the argument's a little odd because um, you can be a good writer if you if you're a good writer you're going to be able to write a story well regardless of what you look like so in some ways like it bothers me when people say that because it it it's putting that same bias but turning it around onto the creator. Um and I don't like that either. Yeah. You know? But it's kind of a it's kind of a no win situation really. Right. Uh but I mean it makes sense, like you, you want to have diversity, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because in reality Especially in this country, it's a very diverse place, yeah. and so of course you would want in every industry for the workforce to be as diverse as the country that it's in um, unless, and involved, white dudes
0: unless the movie or story is a centers around a white male, in which case like you've already dominated the industry for forever so sure. I totally could couldn't care less if a female or, or minority was writing it at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like to me it doesn't matter regardless. Yeah. Like I get what people go one way or the other and that's fine. Um but again like to me that feels a little bit like a of a personal bias. Yeah.
0: Um
1: but I mean I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um but yeah but- she she I, I want to say she was doing something else, like an indie book, before she got picked up. Um, and I don't remember what it is. I want to say Black Mask, but I'm probably wrong. Um, but it seems like they're picking up folks from Black Mask now anyway. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Rosenberg and stuff, you know? So that might be where she came from.
0: Looks like uh, Adventure Time. Is something oh, is else. that what she was doing? She's writing it now.
1: Huh. Huh.
0: That's boom, pretty close. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's a bunch of. She hasn't done a ton of stuff. Um, but she's fairly new. But so, like this this book is, um, which we've already said, she Hulk. Jennifer Walters taking over the main Hulk title, at least until yep. Legacy. Um, yeah. Right. I know there's going to be a Hulk yes. book, and I've heard it's supposed to tie into Planet Hulk, maybe even. But they haven't said yeah. it if it's Banner or not, though. So I guess it could still be Walters, if he's still dead. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Tony Stark's coming back, but he's not really dead. But explain this to me. Are you Have you read Hulk much in the past?
1: It's been a very long time.
0: Well, explain this to me. Maybe you don't know either. But why is she not green, and why is she unable to control her anger? Because she used to be... She was always sort of like a milder version of Banner's Hulk, and when mm-hmm. she turned, she'd become stronger, but still remain re, re, like retain her personality and her emotional control. And then at some yep. point, and I don't remember why this happened either, but at some point, her transformation became like permanent, and she was just She-Hulk all the time. She was always strong and always in control. But now, in this story, she's like Banner's Hulk all of a sudden, and she's like. Yep. Why is that? Any idea?
1: I, no, I have no idea. <laughs> you got to remember, dude, I didn't read Marvel yeah. for a very long time.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know either, and I don't wonder if it's just because she's like m- emotionally distraught from the events of Civil War, because that's what this is falling out of.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do mention it quite a bit in the book.
0: Um. Anyway, somebody listening.
1: Tweet yeah, I'm sure somebody knows. Daryl knows. <laughs>
0: I was getting, always get. I'm sure Daryl knows. I always get a message from Daryl saying, "Hey, that thing you goofed up. This is what really happened." And he's, he's, usually, <laughs> he's usually right.
1: That—that's—that's uh, that's who gave me the answer about Angel's wings. Because um, when I was reading, I think it was IVX. I was like, "Why the hell are his wings on fire?" <laughs> and I asked on Twitter, say? and I got a—I got a bunch of replies on Twitter. But nobody like really had an answer, and then he sent me a private message, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Well, okay. Um, I don't, even, I don't remember. Like he he explained it to me. It was something I don't even know. It was super convoluted. And I was like, you know what? I was like, <laughs> thanks for the answer. I kind of didn't even care anymore because that seems super complicated. Yeah.
0: Well, but uh, nice segue into yeah. X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, first of um, all, though, what, what, do you, do you, so you give you give hulk a thumbs up or thumbs down
1: yeah i'll give it a thumbs up it's 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 interesting to read because it's so different um but it's not it's not like a a powerhouse book um and it's not a it's not a fun book either because there's some there's some dark moments in it Oh,
0: for sure it's all dark but uh mostly dark
1: yeah it's yeah a lot of it's very dark but it's interesting to read it's like um what was that book mockingbird Mockingbird yeah. was really good. I don't know if you read that. Um, and I know they canceled it because it wasn't selling any, but it was really, really good. And a lot of that book was fun because it was it was comedic. And then when uh, when Clint came back in it, um, that whole relationship was kind of fun to see again. Yeah. But uh, it, again, it wasn't like a heavy hitter book, so I don't know. Hulk's good though. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, I I try to read one of the issues. Of the uh, the Amadeus Cho Hulk, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't care too much for that. So, but I do like this one.
0: Yeah, me too. Yep. Um, jumping back to Angel, did, his wings aren't. His wings look mechanic too, right? They weren't mechanic before, they, were they?
1: they were, well, they were mechanical after Apocalypse uh, took him under his wing. Remember when he was Archangel? Yeah. It was probably like late 80s, early 90s, I want to say. Um, he was one of the four horsemen of the Apocalypse. Okay. Um, because Apocalypse kidnapped him, chopped his wings off, ah, and replaced them with mechanical okay. wings.
0: Hey, that makes sense.
1: So, yeah, and then he was the evil angel, so he was Archangel. Um, and then he got his wings back, and then something or other happened, and now he has wings made of cosmic fire, whatever that is.
0: Is that what Is that uh, what Daryl said? Cosmic fire?
1: No, uh, he didn't say that. No, it's in the book. It's in X Men Blue. Is it? I think I'm in issue it. three, I want to say he he says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, um, is
0: it like some playful it, no, uh, banter, and he says something about it, but not? In yeah, like,
1: it's in, it's in the fourth issue when um when they find Wolverine's yeah. son in in the uh, in the woods. Mm-hmm. And he, when he's talking to that sheriff, and she's like, uh, are your wings on fire? He's like, yeah, they're made of cosmic fire or something. She's like, you better back up. It's mostly the snow or whatever the hell she, something like that.
0: Yeah. I remember. I, did, I, did, I didn't think twice about that when I read it.
1: <coughs> yep.
0: Um, okay, so X-Men Blue. This is Colin Bunn, who's a pretty seasoned writer. Yep. Um, and this is the original five X-Men. Yes. Um, Cyclops Beast kind of. Huh. Kind of. Yeah. Um and they're like they're all young again. It's the original yeah. team from the past. And they're all time displaced into our current timeline or something like that. Um, um I don't I'm not sure why exactly they're displaced. I don't think even think they've really said yet, do they, have they?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they said it. Um, that happened in one of the X Men series a couple years ago. I think. Um, I think Bendis did it. As a matter of fact. Okay.
0: Um,
1: but I didn't read that. That was when I wasn't reading X Men, so I don't know the whole story. Yeah. But yeah, they're time time displaced from like an alternate timeline. Right. Um. Which is cool um seeing those characters again cuz you know they're they're trying to bring back like the the fun of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's why this book's around and Gold and a few others Gen-X yeah. is out now. Uh what's the other one? Uh Weapon X. Right. There's a few out. Jean Grey's got one, I think Iceman's got a book.
0: Yeah, I've, I've never been a huge X-Men fan. Um but <laughs> But I, I like X Men Blue a lot so far. Um, I was worried. Yeah, I think the first issue I was worried it was going to be like too playful. Um, uh-huh. It seemed like I don't know a lot of banter and kind of like it was going to be silly, but it really changed pretty fast, especially at the end of the first the first uh, issue that uh, with the Windigo scene with um, right. him fighting what I thought was Wolverine, a young Wolverine at the time. Yep, Which is sort of a throwback to Wolverine's first appearance when he when they fought in, I think it was like Hulk, like 181 or something.
1: Um, yeah, that's the first appearance. Right?
0: So that was, I thought that was super cool, if that was the intention. Um, but it turns out not to even be Wolverine. It's his son, Jimmy Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I've been waiting for them to get back to that Wendigo scene, because they showed it, and then you didn't hear about it for like three issues um, and now they just got back to it. So I, I have no clue which, what's which going on, but I like it so far.
1: Yeah, no, which is fun. I, I really like the book. Yeah. Um, because I, th- I think for the most part, they're being pretty successful at bringing back some of the joy that made the X-Men interesting to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that's part of the reason why it's the original team. Um but yeah, I I I think it's interesting. There's there's very few changes really. I mean, yeah, the timeline stuff. Um, but like, Beast is into dark magic now, <laughs> right? Which I think is interesting. Uh, they've got Jean Grey as a team lead instead of Scott, which I think really changes the dynamic of the group quite a bit. Um, but at the same time, like they sprinkle in old stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like like, the third issue with the Sentinels, I thought it was really interesting. The Jury read that one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool, because they, they were, they wanted, they thought they wanted to kill them, um, the Sentinels, right. and, but when they got there, they wanted to help them, and it turns out, so the whole, part of the, the main plot to this whole thing has been, like, all these people that they know as villains want to help them, because X-Men have been, sort of been going as extinct, which isn't good for anybody and it turns right. out it's not even good for these mutant killing sentinels because if all the X-Men go away, they have like no purpose anymore. So, so right. they're like, Hey, <laughs> let's help them restore their, you know, restore themselves. So then we can kill them again. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty clever. I thought.
1: Yep. Which I mean, it, it makes sense. It kind of, it kind of downplays the, highly advanced AI that they have though. Cause I mean, really if, if they just want to help the mutants rebuild so they can destroy them, that just kind of makes them seem like stupid computers, you know? Um, but they're, they're super advanced, especially with Bastion being there leading the, the Sentinels. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if like they've changed Bastion in any way. Um, but if I remember right, like, He's he was supposed to be part um, Sentinel, like from the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some like tie in with cable, maybe. Um, so like deep deep future. So like he w- he would have extremely advanced technology and artificial intelligence. Um, and for him to just be like, hey, let's just do this, so I can go back to killing you. Like that kind of dumbs it down. Um, but at the same time, it, it doesn't bother me though because the the book is really fun. You know, and like I said, sometimes if it's fun, I can remember that it's a comic, and I can kind of forgive some of those stupid things, right? Right. So I, I didn't mind that at all. I thought it was well done. I wish they would have kept going with the Sentinel story, and I'm sure they'll obviously bring them back. But um, I found that more interesting than the stuff with Jimmy, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like the yeah. the stuff with Jimmy is sort of the underlining story, and they've just been you know, little small story plots until they get up, build up to that.
1: Yeah, but see, what what I don't want is for them to try to, like, rehash X-Men history with new characters, you know? Yeah. Because you've already got this team that if you've been an X-Men fan for a long time, you already know them, you've been through a lot of their history with them for whatever, you know? Like, I mean, I was reading X-Men 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, So... I've got a lot of history with the characters and I don't want him to bring Jimmy in and just kind of turn him into another Wolverine. Right. Like that's, that's not really right. exciting. Sure. Me.
0: A, a young Wolverine because they lost the other young one.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. That would be a little cheap. Yeah. But so, um, compared to X-Men gold, cause that's sort of your, what is your tri- more typical X-Men nowadays?
1: yeah yeah x men gold is more like um i don't know like what uncanny x men used to be i guess
0: yeah
1: um a little more serious a little more hardcore um but it's... and i'll be honest i was actually i was more excited for x men gold um because the the team sounded very interesting to me mm-hmm. but i mean with the last couple issues i'm i'm kind of done with the book to be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: I, I <laughs> i'm haven't... just not
1: not yeah,
0: I haven't found it as interesting um, at all. Yeah, um, yeah. It's Mark Guggenheim mm-hmm. who's written for Marvel and DC, and and I didn't know this, but he's also the creator apparently of Arrow, as well as Legends of Tomorrow. Did you know that?
1: Huh. Interesting. No, I did not know that.
0: Um, which already that's like this is gonna suck for sure.
1: Oh, come on. Dude, all right. So I just finished watching. This is a sidetrack um, back into DC. I just watched season two of Legends of Tomorrow, and it's fucking awesome. I don't care what anybody says. That show is fun.
0: What season are they up to now? Three?
1: They just finished, they, No, they just finished two.
0: They just finished two. So I th- I must have started yep. season two and didn't finish it. That's possible. Um, Man, I couldn't do it.
1: Oh, I loved I, it.
0: I, I even like Supergirl more than it. And I know a lot of people that rip it on Supergirl.
1: I uh, Supergirl is okay. I just can't. I can't get into it for some. It's something. It's it's too, too CW, too soapy.
0: Huh. Oh, for sure.
1: Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. But I, I, I don't want to talk about DC <laughs> the whole time. I mean, I could. Well,
0: I, I just was. I, I won't hold. I won't hold legends against Guggenheim on this.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, sure. Sure. Sure.
0: Um. I forget what I was gonna say now. Oh. So who is this? It's it's uh Kitty Pride and Logan. Old man Logan. He's still old man. Old man Logan, yep. Storm. Uh
1: Colossus, yeah. Storm, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um a couple right? other people I can't remember. Prestige. Yeah. Um I thought that um, oh god, magic was supposed to be in this one, but Oh yeah. I haven't seen her, so I don't know.
0: Yeah. This Maybe is, I just didn't pay attention. This is the... I, I mean, from what I can tell, this is the aftermath of Inhumans vs. X-Men, and they're yes. still struggling to regain people's respect, which seems like that's always been the mutant theme. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know what else is really going on other than them just not being respected.
1: <laughs> so so is it is it just me or does the story just seem confusing the way it's put on paper? Like not just necessarily this like the plot, but I mean the story itself. Because like they'll be fighting somebody and next panel, like they're somewhere else. Yeah. And then like they cut back to the fighting, and then they're somewhere else, and then they're somewhere else after that. Right. But like it, it's yeah. all chronological. It's not like they're jumping back and forth in time. I don't it just feels it's really disjointed the way the story is told sure um and not in a good way because there's books that can do disjointed the story and again i don't want to bring dc in but if you read deathstroke like mm-hmm. that's what Deathstroke does
0: i've heard you know, deathstroke you know, you get, is really good
1: you really should read that i know you're not a dc guy but you should try to read it
0: i mean um, i wish i would have i mean i jeez start it was like 20 well, yeah, some I mean, issues in
1: yeah now now you're a year in so yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean even, uh, uh, even blue X Men Blue though, it, there's multiple things going on, but y- it's not confusing. It's easy to differentiate no, and you can uh, yeah, tell something's makes leading
1: sense. to something else. Right. Yep, the story makes sense. With gold it's just not it's just not jiving. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'll flip a page and I'm like, wait, like did I miss a couple panels and I'll flip back and read the page again? I'm like, No, I didn't miss anything. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I just can't I don't know. I'm probably going to drop it. I don't like the art either. Um, I think the the art in blue is... It's not great, but it's a lot better than, than gold. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I would expect X-Men titles to really have top-notch art.
0: Yeah, except they've sort of neglected X-Men for the last few years, so... Sure. I don't expect it as much
1: anymore. I don't but like... The thing is, like, these books are supposed to bring back yeah, true. old X-Men fans, right? right? And I don't think they're doing that.
0: Yeah, I wonder if I mean, Blue, I hear Blue things is more than Gold. Blue.
1: Yeah, I hear, I hear good things about Blue from other people. Um, but Gold's not doing it. Yeah. Um, and Generation X is out now. I haven't heard anyone talking about it. Um, I didn't think it was that good. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I also don't like bi-monthlies. Personally. Both of these are bi-monthly.
1: Well, I mean, DC, most of their books are bi-monthly, you know, and I read all those, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. as long. That's the thing, right? Like, As long as the story is captivating, I'm okay with buying twice a month. I don't care.
0: Yeah, that's because uh, you, 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 like, like, you buy like 100 titles a month.
1: So well, yeah, it, that's <laughs> true. But still. I've
0: tried to scale back, it and it's hard when I have to spend – you know, six to eight bucks on one title because there's a lot of titles I mm-hmm. want to read. And yeah. that takes up two of those spots, you know. And I also have this feeling that, and, and probably not for every writer, but like, um, uh, oh, my mind just went blank. The the guy, oh, uh, Greg Rucca. One of the reasons he's mm-hmm. with uh, Wonder Woman is he said it's 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 like too much. He doesn't feel like he can give enough time you know, that book, a bi-monthly book needs. Um, sure. And a lot of these guys have other stuff going on, uh, independent works. And I am I, I feel like maybe it makes it harder for the writer to write a good story when they have to rush something. It's like any job. If you have to rush, the first thing that go, you start compromising stuff, you know, quality. Um,
1: yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. Um, that, yeah. But, I mean, it depends on what kind of writer you have. Right. I mean, you, you can have quality writers writing a book every two weeks. And, yeah, it's tough, but, I mean, they can work around that. You know. So, like, DC's done a couple mini-events um, just to give their regular writers a break, you know? So you get two weeks off. Like, it's you time to maybe take a nap and write the next couple of few, you know, three, four issues. Um, I think it's worked out pretty well for them. I haven't heard anybody complain too much on the DC side. Um, but no doubt, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, I can well, only imagine. Especially if you're used to doing, you know, a monthly book. Now you have to write two two books a month plus whatever else you might have. Right. Um. And that's why some guys leave. I'm sure that's one of the reasons Lemire is leaving. You know, he's like, screw this. I'm going to write my own yeah. stuff. Anyway.
0: Yeah. And the other one I wanted to talk about, which you haven't read, is also bi Monthly. Um, all new Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, what do you give? Uh. So you give. X Men Blue a thumbs up and Gold a thumbs down right?
1: Way down.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah,
1: I think I'm I'm I think I'm done after this last issue.
0: Yeah, we're we're on the same page with these so far. Um, Yep. You should you should I'm I'm really curious if you would like All New Guardians of the Galaxy because it might be it's only two issues in so it's hard to say a whole lot, Um, but it might be my favorite title so far that we're talking about.
1: Um, here's the, here's the thing though, I'm I'm concerned about reading Guardians, um, and I haven't read oh, a Guardians book in a very long time.
0: I was very concerned um, too.
1: because so I know we haven't talked about Secret Empire, but like Star Lord shows up in Secret Empire. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, and I I hated that page. Yeah, I was like, this guy talks way too much. I don't I don't want to <laughs> read this, and so I don't want to read a book because I feel like it's going to be that. It's the reason I don't read Deadpool, because I don't want to hear this stupid ass just making jokes 24-7.
0: Yeah. And does it seem like the Guardians have really taken over the cosmic universe for Marvel? Because when I saw him in Secret Empire, um, it's like, you know, 20 years ago, if you needed somebody to represent Earth and they're going to go and seek help from other planets, it would not have never been Star-Lord. You had a ton of people to choose from who aren't really in the picture anymore, but now it's... The Guardians. Um,
1: well, and it wasn't even in just that because uh, they mentioned Star Lord and Thanos too. Yeah, right. And I, I guess that makes a little more sense because it is cosmic. Um, but the way it came up, I was like, oh, "Come on, dude! Like this guy's a joke." Yeah. Anyway, back to Guardians.
0: Now that's um, Nick Spencer, who I don't think he's funny when he tries to make jokes. And I, we'll get to Secret Empire later, or maybe after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh man, who is this written by? <laughs> I had it, oh, uh, Gary um, Dugan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's been around a little while, too. Um, yep. So, and this is, so this is like Blue, this is, well, actually nothing like Blue, but this is the original team back, like Kitty Prize no longer, they don't have this weird mix-up thing anymore. Um, Star-Lord sure. and Rockets no longer stranded on Earth, and Drax is not... Drax actually, it's the original team back. Star-Lord, Rocket, Drax, Gamora, and Groot. For some reason, Drax is now like a meditating pacifist, and Groot <laughs> is a baby Yep. piggybacking off the movie, except unlike the movie, and this is part of the story that's developing, Groot is small um, because he's not regenerating ...as quickly as he normally would. Um, yeah. And so like the movie... Well, first of all, man, I would love it. I, this would even be better if they'd add... ...Montis and Warlock to this team. Um, mm-hmm. But so kind of like the movie, this is... ...it's a little bit comical. And I didn't want that at all initially... ...because I always want something more like... Abnett and Landing's run. Which for me is like the gold right. standard of Guardians of the Galaxy... Whenever you think of Guardians of the Galaxy, that's always... I want to go back to that. Um, but that mm-hmm. said, I've had a lot of fun reading this so far. And the silliness is mostly limited to joking between team, team members. Um, while the story that's happening uh, is, pretty se- is still pretty serious. Um, so what's going on is they're, they're working for the Grandmaster to steal items okay. from the Collector. Um, and there's a bunch of reasons behind why that's happening. Um, and each issue, only two so far, has been a, a different sort of heist to steal something. Um, but there's that's behind-the-scenes story that they keep slowly plugging that I already mentioned, where somebody's, where Groot is small, and they do not know why. They're like, he's kind of sick, but he doesn't seem sick. And what's going on, it seems like what's going on, is somebody's Harvesting Groot species on like another uh, un- unidentified planet, um, but the person he's starving some of them for some some like unknown reason. We don't know why yet. And somehow Groot has a connection to that, and it's sort of s- kind of starving him as well. And it's and he's not regenerating.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting.
0: So, yeah, I found it really interesting so far, and I think if they if they can keep this kind of balance of jokes and intense storylines, then it could be a really good run, but it's only two issues in, so who knows. Uh, I wasn't going to yeah, read yeah. this at all, um, and the only reason I did was because uh, both issues were at the top of the ratings list, so I was like, well, I should at least give it a try, and I was surprised. Mm i was surprised.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I might give it a shot. Um, I got um, I got Rocket. I haven't read it yet, but I did get it.
0: Rosenberg's?
1: Because um, Adam Gorham. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam Gorham's doing art in it, and it's... I like Adam Gorham, so that's the only reason I got it. It's um, – And I did, I did get the Groot book also. Okay. Um, which I did read, and I thought was hilarious, but I don't remember anything that happens in it. Yeah. So, it's probably one of those things where I might not pick up the next one. I don't know yet.
0: Rosenberg's Rocket the Raccoon was awesome. It's awesome. It's really good. I don't. I can't remember anybody. I, I'd like to hear what you think about that also because I don't know if, if it was just me, but every page was just seemed extremely not just like silly and funny, but it was clever. Like the jokes were were like, man, this guy's really and you know. That's what I like about Rosenberg is, um, did you read Four Kids Walking to the Bank? Like when it comes out every yep. six months? Um, yeah. <laughs> he's, it's very witty. He has very witty storytelling. And that happens in uh, right. Rocket as well. Give it a try. Yeah, that's cool. But again, these I mean, are the things I've
1: got it, so I'm going to read it. Yeah.
0: Let me, let me know what you think. <laughs>
1: yeah, sure will. Um, yeah, I forgot to I... So I'm glad you uh you brought Guardians up.
0: Yeah. Um so Jeff Lemire ended his Old Man Logan and Moon Knight runs.
1: I've got a question about this. Are they relaunching or are they continuing numbering?
0: So, okay. Um Old Man Logan's going to continue, and it is being continued by uh ed bryson um hmm. but it's going to be a all new it's going to be a, a new story ha, have you read the last issues of old man logan and moon knight yes okay so he i mean you could tell he completely ended the stories it felt like the run should end um so the next well yeah
1: and at the, at the end at the end of each issue it says the end on both of them yeah ones. yeah Yep.
0: I, don't, I don't. I think I don't think anybody's picking up Moon Knight, but from what I understand, Old Man Logan is clearly, and I think somebody's picking up Thanos too.
1: Um, I don't think we know. Ah, mm, uh, yes. Um, no, yeah, we do. Um, is it hopeless? No, it's not hopeless. Maybe it is hopeless. I got. I got to see. I got to go back and look at it. I had I'd read something about it like a week or two ago.
0: But. So Lamir's leaving Marvel. I think we've said that many times on here, and he mm-hmm. but he tweeted a month ago. Um, for those asking, my Moon Knight, Logan, and Thanos storylines will all end as planned. And somebody asked, followed up question, uh, if he was planning to do any DC work or Image work after leaving Marvel, and he said, the next few months I will be focusing on creator creator owned. Marvel was great to me. I just want to do my own thing for a bit. So what happened to, like, the, uh, Hawkman? Was it Hawkman?
1: I don't think that's been uh, formally announced. Uh, Yeah, I think that was a rumor.
0: Okay, because it sounds like he's... At least if he does have something in the works, it's not happening anytime soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, uh, I think he's happy doing his own thing. You know, he did that book with Snyder, um... He's got, what is it, Royal City, which is a lot like Harrow County. Oh, not Harrow County. That's, uh, what's his face called? Essex County. Um, What's the other one he's doing? Black Hammer for Image. He's going to keep doing Bloodshot, right? For Valiant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing Bloodshot for Valiant, uh, the Bloodshot Salvation. He's got something else coming out for, oh, God titan press maybe i can't remember it's a, a publisher that generally does um books like book books um but oh. they're launching some kind of graphic novel imprint mm-hmm. um oh it's a, the book that just came out what is that uh roughneck royal city no no roughneck huh. it's a it's a self-contained graphic novel
0: huh haven't heard of it
1: yeah, it just came out, I, I want to say, less than a month ago. He's
0: got a lot going um, on. I guess, yeah, no, he's, guess he's making money on all this independent oh, sure. stuff.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, yeah. R- Roughneck was announced like three or four years ago, um, and it's just not coming out. Yeah. Um, I'm, su- I'm sure he's got other stuff planned. I don't know like what the deal is at Marvel. Um, I saw an article that came out today about uh, – I can't remember the writer that was doing Mockingbird – she was shit-talking Marvel today. Um, I wanted to read it. I just didn't get the chance to. Huh. Um, it seems like maybe Marvel's not the best place to work at, you know? And uh, Yeah. But I'm well, sure I mean, he'd like would love to have him back.
0: Well, he's not the only writer to have left recently, or at least in the last few years. Right. So there's something yep. going on. Um, they need to yep. change that. Um, were you satisfied with the way those two books ended? Old Man Logan and Noon Knight?
1: Well, and Thanos, too. All three.
0: Well, Thanos hasn't ended yet, so we don't know how it's going to end. I meant the finale. But
1: it's his last issue, though, isn't it?
0: Well, Seven just came out. Um,
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: But Thanos, that wasn't the end of the story. (laughs) So right now...
1: Right, but but Lemire's not going to be on it.
0: Yeah, I'm just asking you if Old Man Logan and Moonlight, the way the story ended, those last two issues, uh, okay, those last issues, I got, issues, you. I got you. Did you think the finale was satisfying? After having spent a two years on Old Man Logan, <laughs> a year reading Moon Knight.
1: So I I love Moon Knight. Okay. Um, I, I I love Moon Knight almost as much as I love Batman.
0: Really, this um, this
1: I own yeah. Moon
0: Knight the character or this? I. I own,
1: no, Moon Knight, the character. Okay. I, I own nearly every single book that he's ever been in. Interesting. Um, not met, all – I'm missing a few, but I, I own almost all of them.
0: I'm not sure I've met a die-hard Moon Knight fan.
1: There's very few of us. Huh. <laughs> few of us. Um, anyway, but I, I do like what he did with the book. In terms of the last issue um, – I read them back-to-back, Old Man Logan and, and Moon Knight. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. I it, did too. They almost felt like the same ending. <laughs> because they, they both did the same thing. They both brought the character back to the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Tried to explain a little bit about what had been happening that led into this point. They both came to terms with what messed up their lives and how they could move on from it. And nothing and changes. and yeah and and nothing changed right they just went back to being themselves yeah so that was a little unsatisfying right um especially reading them back to back i'm like well shit like i just read the same book twice
0: (laughs) (laughs) it felt to me you know like he had been brainstorming for two years and brainstorming and oh i got all these cool ideas and then it's like Okay, now it's time to end it, and I haven't, you know, I just need to finish this thing. Just put a, you know, just cut it off. I did, it did.
1: Well, even even further than that, it almost seems like, you know what, Marvel, I'm done with you. Like, let me just write the story. Yeah. And then let me just change uh, Logan to Moon Knight and then just just publish it. Right.
0: Yeah, and I I mean, I I was wondering. it
1: It was fun because.
0: I was wondering if because Lemire's a different type of writer he's not a he's not a yes. traditional comic storyteller. um so I, when I read his books i sort of just like these and just like bloodshot, I expect it to go to be written in a way different than what you normally expect from that publisher publisher and that's kind of why I like to read his stuff um
1: but I was wondering
0: when I read the end of this is like, maybe, maybe he never really had an end game for these. Maybe he's just like exploring and going in different directions kind of aimlessly. Um, but Bloodshot had a very satisfying ending. Bloodshot Reborn.
1: Did it? I disagree.
0: Bloodshot USA. You didn't like Bloodshot USA?
1: Nope. Huh.
0: You liked it better. That ending better nope. than these.
1: I don't know. I mean, I like the way Moon Knight ended um, Hmm. a little bit more than Old Man Logan, simply because that I mean, this is pretty much what the book has been since the first issue. Right. That he did. Like, you don't know anything that's going on because really you're seeing the story from his point of view. And so this was kind of like the ultimate like therapy session for him. Right. Old Man Logan, so when when Bloodshot was coming out, that was my initial joke. When they announced, uh, what was it, The Analog Man?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Uh, What issue was they? Like 13? Whatever. The one right before.
0: Analog Man was the arc I did not like
1: in that run. Okay. Well, so my initial joke was well, Jeff Lemire's doing Old Man Logan with Bloodshot. And now having read I all mean, Logan 24 I feel vindicated <laughs> because it was the same exact freaking ending right because they what was the bad guy's name I'm am I'm Amadeus I'm I'm a whatever the, whatever his name was he's got him trapped in like this like mental dreamscape thing and so like he's been reliving the story that uh, Bendis wrote, was it Bendis, the original, I mean, Logan?
0: Uh, probably. He's written about I, 80% of... I
1: can't remember if Bendis did the first one or the second one. It might have been Hickman that did the first one. It doesn't matter. I
0: don't think it was Hickman. Um,
1: but re- retelling that whole story about, uh, the Hulks and all that. hmm Um, and how he killed all of them and took, uh, Banner's grandkid and raised him as his own. Yeah, like, it was,
0: it was Bendis. All that. It was Bendis, because then he was, did...
1: The first one, right,
0: yeah. Because he, he, then it transitioned into the Secret Wars version, which he continued.
1: Right. So, and a lot of that reminded me of, of the Bloodshot arc that he did. And now at the end, it's the same thing, dude. It's the same thing. It was just a dream. Right. Yeah. And all men love who lives happily ever after.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's no consequence. Right. And, that was, and that's I'll, weird to me because it was such a, uh, I mean, it was such an involved story, especially this last arc where he's jumping through time going went to all these different time periods and reliving things and trying to change his his past. And um, mm-hmm. it's weird for, and I was really into it. I was like, man, I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown to go through all that and to say, okay, it was no, it was all for nothing, um
1: yep, well, yeah, and you know he's happy because now he remembers his family being alive. he can just walk off into the sunset, like, ah, come on, dude,' smart <laughs> than that you know what I mean and,
0: and yeah, Ray Garrison sort of walked off into the sunset as well May, Maybe that's his yeah. thing, maybe he's a really good storyteller, but doesn't know how to seal the deal,
1: maybe. It's possible.
0: I want to research this on some of his other books, other stuff. Oh, uh, see, so that's going to... I mean, be...
1: I've read a lot of his indie stuff, and he's never had a problem.
0: See, I don't like his indie stuff. I, I always love his, his uh, superhero stuff, but not his indie stuff.
1: His Have indie you read uh, Black Hammer?
0: I didn't like it. I read, like, the first few issues, okay. the first arc, I think.
1: I, I think, uh, I think I that's can't... a general notion. Because um, Black, Black Hammer is very, like, Golden Age, Silver Age... Um, and yeah. I think most readers now aren't into that kind of thing. Right.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, those characters feel silly in comparison to some of the intense stuff you read today. Yeah, so I, I I'm not gonna be happy if Thanos has the same sort of ending because um <laughs> Well but so before we go to Thanos though, um thumbs up or thumbs down for Old Man Lugan and Moon Knight.
1: Um, I'm going to give them thumbs up anyway. Like okay. for the ride, I, I thought they were well written. They were, they were very well written. And had they, had I not read them back to back, I might've felt a little bit different. Um, but you know, like both of those are, have been consistently the best things that Marvel puts out. Um, so even though the ending to both was a little weak sauce, I'm kind of okay with that.
0: You don't read Daredevil though.
1: I'm not reading Daredevil now. Oh,
0: it's been great. But I, I give those two a thumbs up also for the for the ride. I wasn't I didn't like the the these last two issues, the last issues of each one, but yes. but I gotta give it a thumbs up yeah. for the ride because it was it's been good. Sure. Um, but so Thanos issue seven. Um
1: mm-hmm. solid issue.
0: Thanos is having a rough time, right? He's stranded by oh, yeah. himself on Titan, which is in ruins. And he's, like, eating rats and dead animals and struggling to (laughs) bandage his wounds and fight off random creatures. Um, And he's getting mugged Mm -hmm. by, like, measly thugs who don't believe Thanos – who don't believe he's Thanos because he's so weak. And really that's all issue seven is about. Um, Yes. (laughs) I – well – there's also, so there's people trying to kill, the, the entire, the bigger picture, there's people trying to kill Thanos because he's in a weakened state and Thane has been corrupted by death. And it's Well, big,
1: Thane's got the Phoenix Force.
0: Right, right, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Right, because that, and so he's sort of becoming a force on his own and becoming a threat. Um, other than that, I don't know, not a, not a ton has happened. But the thing I like about Lemire, and this is what he did with uh, Bloodshot that I liked, is he's able to take a character mm-hmm. that you're used to seeing a certain way, portrayed a certain way, and portray him in a different light. Um, mm-hmm. And with Ray Garrison, he like... Uh, it seemed like he brought a lot of emotion and personality to that character that I, I hadn't read prior to this. Yep. And with Thanos, it's not quite as as deep. But putting him... he's put him in his he's put him on his back, which doesn't happen very often, especially for that to be the entire point of the story. Um man, but I don't know.
1: Well I mean especially for you being a big cosmic fan, like I'm sure a highlight was the whole Infinity Gauntlet thing. Sure. Right? Where where he's like the ultimate evil. And now to see him like this, like that's a big change, you know. I totally see that.
0: Yeah, but I i don't know. I was probably expecting a lot because this is Thanos, who's like my favorite supervillain, and Lemire, who at least at the time this came out, was probably one of my favorite writers. So I had super high expectations, and I think this has just been kind of okay for me. So I feel like if mm-hmm. the ending is not strong, I'm going to feel like this book was a disappointment. <laughs> You know what I mean? If he can, if he can, um, if, if he can land yeah. it and make that awesome, then I'll be happy with this because it's not a bad, it's not a bad read. It's interesting. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just okay. Thanos is sick.
1: <laughs> That's right. the story. Yeah, no, I think it's it's been, I think it's been well done, um, and I like the direction. I I didn't like the this last issue as much. Um, and you know me, like I l- I love issues that are told visually.
0: Yeah, and this was
1: over a lot of position, and yeah, there was almost no dialogue in here. No, nah. uh, until he meets the uh, the the scavengers. No, um,
0: that's what really that's what I liked about this issue. It,
1: yeah, it it gives it a real emotional feel. Yeah. Um. But I think, like, after seven issues, it almost feels like maybe this wasn't necessary. Because I think, I don't, I don't know, maybe just, it's just a drive at home, maybe. But I, I almost feel like we kind of get it. Like, he's sick and dying, and he's lost his throne to his son. Right. And everybody hates him. Everybody wants to kill him. Like, he's down at the bottom. Yeah. And I don't don't know if I needed this issue to tell me that because I've kind of already gotten that. Um, Yeah. And for me, like, the high point of the series has been the art, the Diodato art, uh and this issue was not Diodato. (laughs) And so not only did I not get, like, a cool story, but I didn't really like the art. Yeah, it wasn't as good. Uh, Was it the same colorist? Because the coloring looks the same. I don't know, the coloring was a little off too I thought so um, But you know, when you, when you have a really strong artist mm-hmm. And then you have A weaker artist come in On a somewhat fill-in issue um, But an issue where there's no words And so the focus is the art You yeah. would expect To have an artist Right So that was disappointing to me
0: Yeah He's taken over Old Man Logan, by the way Diedato
1: Oh, nice so I guess you can keep buying that one. Mm. (laughs) Mm. That's some good art.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm giving this a thumbs up, but if it doesn't have a more meaningful ending than Old Man Logan and Moon Knight, I'm changing it to a thumbs down.
1: (laughs) Well, how many issues are left of this?
0: I, I... I think this is the one that somebody is supposed to pick up also after Than after Lemire ends his, uh, whatever he's doing. But I know, sure. I think Lemire's doing eight and nine. Okay. And I'm not sure what's happening after that.
1: And that's probably the end of it. Like, yeah. uh, of this arc, right? Because right. from, from the way this issue ended, it seems like maybe he's going to go back and confront Thane.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the team that was out to get him now wants to use him to go kill Thane.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he can wrap that up in a couple issues. And, and,
0: and that's that's a, a little bit sort of classic Thanos because even the old stuff with him and Warlock. Like, I, I don't know if you – did you read it in, the Infinity Watch?
1: Um, I don't remember if I did or not.
0: That was like the follow-up to Infinity Gauntlet, the Warlock story. Um, mm-hmm. But after that whole fiasco with the Infinity Gauntlet, um, Warlock has to take all the Infinity Stones and give one to a different person to protect them. One of the, persons, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the people he gives one of the stones to is um, Thanos. He gives one to Pit Patrol, Gamora, Drax. They each have a stone that kind of represents their personality, and, and he keeps one, mm-hmm. and then the other one goes to Thanos. And everybody's like, what the crap? This is the guy that just tried to destroy the universe with infinity stones, and now you're going to give him an infinity stone? <laughs> but Thanos has always had that sort of complex personality where he's the worst guy in the universe, but in certain scenarios, he can be extremely rational and and helpful. <laughs> and that's what yeah, it seems right. like Lemire's getting ready to do as well.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I'd be done with that. I'd be done with that. Um, well, so what, what other books do we have?
0: Only only thing else I had to talk about was Secret Empire. Um,
1: oh, yeah, that's right. The best one. Ronnie loves <laughs> this book. I um, love this book as well.
0: Do you? Interesting. Yeah, I really do.
1: I really, really uh, like it.
0: So... Everybody knows what this is already. It's Nick Spencer's turn at creating a Marvel event. The last Marvel mm-hmm. event that is ever going to be for at least the next month, or next year.
1: Until next year.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, no, I think they said 18 months at least or something. I don't know. Uh, they're going to do the whole generation and legacy thing for a while before they go back to any more events. Sure. Um, but, so this was the top-selling comic. Um, I doubt it still is, but... Zero issue edged out Batman by thirty thousand, and I would assume number mm-hmm. one did more than that, and then the rest are just kind of going to slowly decline until they finish it.
1: Yeah. Um, yep.
0: So you're digging it?
1: Yeah, I'm loving it.
0: Huh? I I really I'm loving it. Ronnie is loving it too, and I like really, really so wanted to like join in to his enthusiasm, but I'm just having like a tough go at it. Because.
1: Really? Why is that?
0: I loved the Zero issue, the very f- first issue. It was action packed, it had yep. a lot going on. I loved it. I was like, okay, this is gonna be a great event. When number one came out, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the Zero. And now it feels like each issue has less action, less progression of the story, more dialogue that doesn't always seem relevant to me. And I feel like with each issue, and they're so long, that like I find myself just getting bored reading them. And if it's late, I get sleepy. And I'm like, man, I'm just not into it anymore. Each issue, I well, like not a them late. less. Huh?
1: You can't read comics when you're falling asleep. You should know <laughs> that.
0: Oh, I don't think it's just that. I don't, I'm not reading them when I'm falling asleep. I think it's so long and, and boring that I get sleepy.
1: It's putting yeah, so they, they are very long. Um, I mean, I guess that's okay. What is, this is eight issues, right?
0: I think it's ten.
1: Oh my god! Wow. Um, all right. Well, ten issues. That's that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm gonna look it up. I'll correct um, you if that's plus, wrong. I'll correct myself. Plus if that's one wrong. shot tie-ins
0: too. Yeah, which I because
1: I, I I read um, what was the one for this this month uprising secret empire uprising okay which that I, I hated
0: <laughs> i don't really, tie I it
1: really hate it. yeah I, I hated it um, it tied into issue three because um, you know uh, Natasha goes off away from the Avengers mm-hmm. um, and spider man and Amadeus what is there, Viv. uh the Falcon, and somebody else. Um, they follow her and want to help her with, uh, with her rebellion. Because they also don't agree with the way the Avengers are handling things. And so that happens in, in Secret Empire 3. Um, when they team up and she's like, welcome to the Red Room. Mm-hmm. And she, sprays, she spreads her blood over the wall. Um, so that, that's where Uprising picks up. Um, except her plan is for them to, God, it was so bad to infiltrate Hydra by joining the, um, Hydra youth choir.
0: Uh,
1: okay. And so they have like singing tryouts to see like who they're going to choose to infiltrate the choir. Um, Riri, that's who else is there. Mm. Um, and I think they end up having uh who was I know Amadeus definitely tried and somebody else I can't remember who else was on there but uh, it, it was very um it was very like young oriented and maybe that's why what I didn't enjoy yeah. um but I also did, just didn't feel like the characters click. it's like champions I'm not I don't think huh. champions because I don't feel like the characters click at all it's like they force them into this team you know yeah
0: yeah, you know, I was um, so, okay. I was so into Hickman's Secret Wars that I bought a bunch of tie-ins to that, and I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be great because that was they total. I mean, that was a good attempt at an event with tie-ins because everybody was writing in in a new world in Battle World, um, but I didn't like most mm-hmm. of them. And ever since then, I'm like, I'm not reading any. Event tie-ins, unless it ties into some a uh, 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 title I'm already pulling. Right, right, right. So, so I just don't even bother anymore.
1: Hmm. I think next month they have two. There's a, there's an Avengers one, and the other one looked like an X Men one from the cover, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, don't, and, and don't rarely
0: do the, do the tie-ins. They they rarely are, are even relevant. It's sorta of like I don't know, somebody's writing a title and it's like, Hey, just just throw in an issue that mentions, you know, Captain America being with Hydra.
1: Well, and it's, and here's the other thing. So I know that covers don't always say what's in the book, but if I remember correctly, the cover to Uprising has Medusa in it. Okay. And I was like, Oh man, this looks awesome. <laughs> and then I read the book right. and I'm like, Where's Medusa? Yeah. So anyway, that was disappointing. So uprising was not good, but Secret Empires itself, I think, is really well done. There, there are some some pieces that are not as interesting, and I, I totally get where you're coming from with the boring stuff. Um, mm-hmm. because all the all that banter between the Avengers, I thought, was kind of pretty boring, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, like Clint and Natasha doing their thing, um. Tony and I don't know, like all that stuff was kind of meh. Right. But then, like, when they switch to the stuff that Hydra's doing, like, I think that's cool. Um, And maybe some of it isn't even, like, expanded as much as I would like it to be. Um, Because now they're looking for pieces of the cosmic cube. Um, I can't remember why. They explained it. Um,
0: It was shattered. What
1: what, what was it? Yeah, it was shattered. They're, like, trying to cement. Like this reality, I guess, maybe, because now they don't have the cosmic cube in their possession anymore. So, technically, if somebody right. finds the fragments, then they could change reality back. Um, so, now, of course, you know how the story's going to end, right? Yeah. Like, they're going to find the fragments and they're going to change things back. Yeah. But um, even then, by the way, that's exactly what happens in season two of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. What? Because they're looking for fragments of the spirit oh, okay. of destiny. Oh, right. So yeah. that, uh, yeah, so they can change reality. Anyway, so, but that's what was cool. And, like, they go they go see Namor because Namor's got a piece of it. Yeah. Um, except Namor's not there. But Cap, like, blows Atlantis up. Uh, I don't know. Like, I I would want to see more of that. Um, and there yeah. were some some cool, like, bits and pieces in there. Like, they, they had uh, an evil Scarlet Witch in there. Um, the book ends with that, awesome panel of evil Hydra Punisher. Um,
0: oh, right. Yeah, the hook, the
1: little twist that, ending. That, that got me really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That got me really excited. But then, like, some other things I don't care as much about. So when they showed this second Captain America in the woods, um, like, I didn't care as much about that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. The The Punisher scene was a little bit like, okay, you did that's the twist you did with Cap, with Steve Rogers to start this whole thing back in Nick Spencer's mm-hmm. Captain America run when everybody freaked out mm-hmm uh, mm-hmm well I guess that's cool though because I'm,
1: he... I'm, I'm hoping for more Punisher in the rest of the series yeah yeah you yeah. know and, and the thing is I really like Elseworlds stories
0: and up to and this point Steve Rogers has been the only one that's uh kind of brainwashed by Kovac, right. right? She only changed him. Yep. As far as we know. Right. So it's sort of like, why is why is the Punisher all Hydra now?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's cool. Um, I like when they play with that kind of thing. You know, like Vali did that Divinity story, which I thought was really well done. You know, some guys that are good now, like are bad in that story. Some that are bad are good. Um, yeah. again, like, to see different aspects of a character and I like that that's what they're doing here yeah you know it gives me a little excitement for something like I've just kind of felt Marvel has been a little boring and stagnant for quite a while mm-hmm. and it just it gives me something else to read and you know a new perspective
0: yeah I'm just not a huge and I grew up with Elseworlds
1: stories that have always been my favorites
0: right
1: you know I've, I've got tons of volumes of Elseworlds stories that I read all the time and reread them because I love them Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know so I I like it I dig it I kind of wish I hadn't dropped Cap to be honest with you Uh, Um, which one because I I was reading both titles I was reading both of them uh, and I ended up dropping both of them and now that this event is out I kind of wish I had continued reading it
0: Nick Spencer man I just I'm not a big fan of his just in general because it's like he does stuff that I'm like okay that's a really cool idea and then I'm start I start reading mm-hmm. it, and it either goes to something I find ridiculous, or like this. It just I get bored.
1: By the way, see so that, that so there's one thing I like. So serpent societies in this book, and they're kind of cool, like hunter like uh, bounty hunter type people, like evil hydro bounty hunter people. Yeah. And then you have a and then you have a book like, for example, uh, I think they were an X Men Blue, wasn't it? They had the Serpent Society. And they were effing terrible. It was a joke <laughs> in that book. And, like, they even have them say, like, we're not D-listers, and they get arrested immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, it's things like, like that that I enjoy. You know, I, I want to see... I don't want the same old stories. No, I want uh, yeah. new perspectives.
0: I liked when... I and, like you know,
1: this could I like the, way Sam, the status quo. I
0: like the way Nick Spencer wrote uh, the Serpent Society as sort of these... Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, representing like what's wrong with corporate America, exaggerating, yeah, right. exaggerating it, obviously, but it was, I thought that was interesting.
1: So yeah, I'm sorry you're not digging it. I think it's great, and I think Ronnie's right. Yeah. And well, you know what? The Sorrentino art is freaking awesome, so there's that.
0: You think so? I was Yeah, I meant to ask you that. It's yeah. different.
1: Yeah, I love it. Uh, I love it.
0: He was on Old Man Logan, wasn't he?
1: He was. For a while? Or am I wrong? And I, lo- I loved it when he was on there.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not something I want to see a lot of, but every now and then I, I like
1: it. It's good. I so, look forward to the next one.
0: So we uh, agreed about all everything except this one. Not, that's not bad.
1: <laughs> that's not bad. I'm surprised.
0: Was there other, other books you wanted to talk about? Because um. if not, I could spend some time um, – Ripping Legends of Tomorrow some
1: more. <laughs> uh, we can talk about Legends. Um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I wanted to briefly mention um, Generation X. Okay. I wanted to talk about it with the X-Men, and I kind of forgot about it. Um, so the original Generation X was my favorite X book when it was coming out. And I've got to say, this is far from that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know that they they've introduced a lot of mutants and stuff into the universe. So I'm not familiar with a lot of all of them. Yeah. Um, you just, know, like when I was reading IVX, we, we were started, talking about right? gold balls. And I was like, "What the hell is a gold ball?" Yeah, there's two issues, I think.
0: It's, yeah, I haven't read them yet.
1: Um, it's got Jubilee as a, the team lead. Okay. Um, and Kitty's there. Kitty's playing the role of Professor X. Except, like, she looked like Kitty when they did that one shot before right. the books launched, and in this book, she looks like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, she's she's in a in an '80s lady suit with shoulder pads and short blonde hair. Awesome, rocking! Like those. Hillary
0: pantsuit. Clinton.
1: She she looks like Hillary Clinton, dude. Yeah, it's a pantsuit with shoulder pads. <laughs> um, and so I don't dig that. The the characters have chosen. Um. Don't like I'm not connecting with any of them. Um, and like the the main threat so far has been the purifiers, which is kind of like that's a delister, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, especially the way they portrayed it, uh, portrayed him here. So I didn't dig that. Um, is
0: Gold Balls in it?
1: Gold Balls is not in it. Oh, okay. Gold Balls is dead, isn't he? Oh. oh, he was in a coma, maybe. No, he died. He died in maybe. IVX. Okay. I thought he did. I don't know. Maybe he's in a coma. Um, Goldballs is not in it, but what? there's another stupid character in it, like Eye Face or something. I don't know. A mutant who has a bunch of eyes in his face.
0: <laughs> awesome. Like, like Taser Face?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Taser Face. Um, and I think there could be some interesting stuff done with the yeah. book. Uh, but I think I think that's going to be another one of those books where ultimately it might be leaning a little too young for right. me. Um, and looks... I, I kind of want to go back and re- I want to reread the original Generation X because mm-hmm. I think maybe that was the intention of that book as well. But I don't remember it being that. But then again, like, you know, that was 20 years ago. You know so, what it looks like? To you me. Know, I was. School when I, read it.
0: I got What's it. That? I got it. I just pulled it up. It looks like um, yeah. gener- Generation Zero, Valiant's title.
1: Yeah, kind of. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Sort Just of the, the characters weren't very comp- like s- They're arguing with each other all the time. and uh, I don't know.
0: Sort of these young, edgy kind of characters. Oh, yeah, I see Eye uh, Face. Is that her name? Eye Face? Eye Boy. Eye Face, yep. There it's Eye No, it's not Eye Boy. That's what it says. Eye Boy. Hindsight. <laughs>
1: Let's, yeah, let's the, the whole, actually, you know what? That's that's the one character I actually kind of dug. Yeah, um, if he touches you, he can kind of do like a psychic link with you, and so you can see your past. your past and your future and all that stuff. It's really huh. interesting. Um, he's got a run in with one of the uh, one of the cuckoos, uh, which is kind of interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the rest of them I didn't care too much for. Thumbs and down. again, Jubilee's got a kid. Like, How is she going to be on a team with a baby? Right. how old is she? she I mean, I, I assume she's in her early 20s now, right? Oh, okay. I don't know, she's always been pretty young. You can never tell how the X-Men age, dude. Right? Come on. Never tell.
0: Well, yeah. Superheroes only age when you want, when the publisher needs them to.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: What else are you reading?
1: But no, that's the last book I got.
0: You're not reading any other Marvel?
1: I'm sure I am.
0: Why did you ever read Daredevil? I mean, it's kind of late now, I guess.
1: It's a, I don't know. That's a good question. Why is it late? I can still read it.
0: Oh, he's, Charles Soule's been writing it for a long time. Wow. Well,
1: no. What issue is it on? It can't be more than 24 issues.
0: 20, it's actually just at 20. Next one up is
1: 21. Mm. I think I might have read like the first issue, and I remember liking it, but I, I just didn't read anymore, and I don't know why.
0: I think that general consensus is the first arc was the weakest. It was mm. a little bit slow, but it's been great since.
1: Um, I read uh, the first issue of Iron Fist. That was okay.
0: Mm. What? Yeah, man. See, that's that's the kind of book where I'm like, Sigh. even if it's good, I don't know if I want to read it. Do I want to
1: read an Iron Fist run? Oh see, I really like Iron Fist. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's
1: uh, that's, right. a, that's another character I've got almost almost everything of. Um I just don't like I don't I don't like this one. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I like the uh, what was it, The. Uh, no, it's fine, but it's not like quite what I want. Most of the one that Carrie Andrews did, in, like uh lethal weapon or ultimate weapon, whatever it was. I thought that was well done.
0: Is it comical?
1: Like, um, no, nah, not really. I like it when he's a little more serious. There's more kung fu and more mystical stuff. That's the stuff that I like in, in Iron Fist. Oh, okay. I don't, like, I don't like a lot of the times when they team him up with, uh, with Power Man. Because yeah. then Power Man ends up being a little dumb and Iron Fist is just yeah, stupid.
0: It turns into Quantum and Woody.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, I heard yeah. Black
0: Bolt was good. I haven't started that yet either.
1: Oh, dude! I, yeah, I read the first issue. Have there been? Has the second one come out?
0: Yeah. Nope. Comes out. It? Comes out tomorrow.
1: Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah, the first issue was really good. I was very surprised. Huh?
0: Maybe I'll grab it if it's on the show uh-huh. tomorrow. That's another one. It's you know, of like I don't know if I want to read just a Black Bolt solo title.
1: Well, it, what they're doing is interesting. And again, cool. it's only one issue, so you never know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, Black Bolt can't talk, but he <laughs> does talk in this book towards the end. He does. And you find out why. Yep, you find out why. Um, he's got this awesome fight scene with uh, the Absorbing Man. Um, which you don't see the absorbing man very often, so that's kind of cool. And uh, yeah, he's he's in he's in prison. He's in the space prison. Okay, it's really well done, and I, I really like the art as well.
0: Ice Man comes out tomorrow. Also,
1: should, should be reading that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm getting that or not. I didn't order it, so we'll see. Maybe I'll get a a digital code from somebody. Um, I do want to read that. Christopher Priest's book, the the new Inhumans book, just because of Christopher Priest. Oh, he does the best DC book, and if it's half as good as that book, then mm-hmm. this might be the best Marvel book. <laughs> yeah, you talk me into
0: it. Doesn't take much. Yeah. I win. <laughs> you win. I win. You talk to somebody into reading Marvel who already reads Marvel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I talk the Inhuman guys they're reading Inhumans look at that alright
0: <laughs> right, man well, I guess let's go ahead and wrap this up before you start talking more DC on a Marvel podcast <laughs> uh, but if you want to reach us you can reach Martin at on Twitter machine at Geekvine I'm at Jack Sutherland and the podcast is at Ultimate Marvel Pod Jack, Ronnie's here, I'm here. The world podcast. I'm Jack, Ronnie's here.
1: I'm here, 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 I'm here. This here. episode. Yes, it is over. Alright, The <laughs> and <laughs> Mandy have been killing me. Yes is over all
0: right <laughs> <laughs> the Podcast. there's an echo
1: yeah because i'm on my phone
0: hello Now it's gone. What did you you
1: do? I didn't do anything. Now it's back. (laughs) Are you serious?
0: Now it's gone. It must be your positioning or something.
1: I'm not moving.
0: (laughs) It's gone now.
1: I'm I'm laying in bed.
0: (laughs) Drinking wine in bed with a straw and a bag.
1: No, come on now. We're classy (laughs) here. I've got a glass.
0: (laughs) And a sippy straw.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sippy straw. I do have one but i'm not using it today <laughs>